for me, ultimately, it's all about how I live my life. As mentioned, I was in the bank and I wasn't completely happy. But now with FBA, what I'm able to do is live life on my own terms. Welcome to the Global From Asia podcast, where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down into straight up actionable advice. And now your host, Michael Michelini. Okay, guys, episode 161 of the Global From Asia podcast. I have a cool person next to me, Claire Chen. Hey, Claire. Hi. So she's been listening for how long? I think over like nine months. Nine months, cool. And we were talking for a few months while you were in the UK and, and now you're working with us. So welcome to the Global From Asia team. It's great to have you. Thank you. Me too. Yeah, and she's uh, just started in January, and now she's down here. Chinese New Year is over. Digital detox for mine has been passed, so we're all refreshed and ready to rock. And you're focusing a lot on the Asia Podcast Network and sponsors, as well as the Cross Border Summit, which is our big event of the year, second annual. And um, excited for you to help us out. I'm excited to join the team and work for those uh, event. I'm really uh, excited about that. Yeah. So if you guys didn't hear, I, I try to mention it more and more, but crossbordersummit.com. It's our annual conference for the, sh- for the show here. And it's going to be April 21st and 22nd in Shenzhen, China. So I hope to meet you guys there. It's going to be great. Claire will be there as well as many other amazing speakers and previous guests on the show and, and uh, friends and everybody. So and now let's talk about this week's show. It is a good one. I think a lot of Amazon sellers as well as non-Amazon sellers will like. We're talking about managing virtual assistants for your Amazon business. We have a Amazon seller expert, Trushar, who is in the Philippines. And he has been working with VAs around the world, but specifically in the Philippines. And today he comes on the show to give us some ideas and insights on managing virtual staff with a specific focus on the Amazon space. It gives us places to find them and others. So let's listen in and enjoy. Again, as always, show notes are at globalfromasia.com slash episode 161. Let's roll. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another Global From Asia podcast. We have with us Trushar, who is from VA Central. Thanks for being here. Hello, pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you. And we met at the Dynamite Circle event in Bangkok a couple months ago and had a really great conversation over breakfast. And over breakfast, indeed. It, it actually was, happens. You meet people over breakfast. Yeah, they, they <laughs> say it and it's true. So it's uh, it's been great to get to know you. And, and uh, I'm really excited for today's, today's show. So maybe first off, you could uh, give listeners a quick introduction of yourself. Absolutely. So I'm Trusha Balsad. I'm from London. Um, I've been living as a digital nomad for the last five years now. And I'm an FBA seller. I've been selling on Amazon since 2013. And now I have a small coaching program. It's more of an educational program, actually, that helps sellers train their staff and virtual assistants on the systems and processes of Amazon and Seller Central. It's a very, very needed service. We got in a conversation about um, 
you know, I'm pretty fascinated with, you know, working with online teams and, uh, I think it's core to the whole digital nomad kind of industry, right. Uh, to, to, mm. to be able to travel and work with teams anywhere, you have to have good systems. So of course there's more and more Amazon sellers. And so I've even mentioned to you, um, like in my private community enter China, we have people asking about how to make processes and train VA specifically in the Philippines, uh, which is what you're your program is built for. And today we're going to go through a lot of different ways and give people tons of value right here. And of course, if they want the full boat, you, you have a great offer for them. So maybe first your story, you know, um, you said Ooh. five years now as a digital nomad, which is pretty respectable. And, uh, so it started with Amazon or, or how did things get started? Well, um, I used to be a banker for the largest retail bank in the UK. Um, I was there for a number of years. I was in the financial sector for a number of years, but I wasn't enjoying the role for various reasons. And I decided to leave the bank to go traveling around Asia for, for a few months. I wasn't allowed a sabbatical, so I had to leave the role. And then the idea was I, I had to come back and find another role in the industry after I returned. But a couple of months before I made the decision to leave, I actually went to New York to visit a couple of friends, um, one of which is a very successful internet marketer in the dating niche. And I was extremely inspired by his success. Um, another friend who, who I knew there and who, who also knew this other guy who was the successful internet marketer is a math professor. And he had written an e-book it was actually an SAT prep book. And um, he wasn't very good at selling the book. And I suggested to him, while, while I was away in Asia for four months, why don't I try selling the book? So he agreed, and we uh, became partners for, 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 a few, for a while. And I traveled around Asia, and I learned how to promote this book, which was actually on the CreateSpace platform. And if you don't know what CreateSpace is, it's a great platform because you can actually upload your content. And then if someone buys the book on Amazon, the book is printed on demand. So although the user, the customer is getting a physical product, for our purposes, it is really an info product. And um, it took us a little while to get going. It took me about six months before we made enough money um, to cover my expenses in Southeast Asia. And that was really my introduction to online selling. And we were in partnership for about one and a half years uh, before we decided to go different directions. Um, and luckily, just before we broke up our partnership, I got a spam email <laughs> from, from ASM, from someone promoting ASM. And I decided to take the plunge and I haven't looked back since. Very cool. It was good timing. Like, so was a ASM a few years ago, or I guess I'm trying to time all this a year and a half. So what, maybe when did you get started? Yeah, ASM started in um, twenty thirteen, and I was in the second one, ASM two. So I was in the um, October twenty thirteen tranche. Got it. Very very nice. And so. Mm. You are in the Philippines, and I'm in. I'm sitting in Hong Kong now. But as everybody knows, I I bounce between borders. But, um, so yeah, I mean, you could be anywhere. But I guess Philippines is pretty convenient. And uh, how how did how did you end up 
in picking uh, Philippines? Yeah, well, I, I went to the Philippines on my initial trip to Southeast Asia. So after I left the bank, I did uh, visit Philippines for a couple of weeks. Um, and I met some people here. But before I came back to the Philippines, I went back for my sister's engagement. Uh, and that's a big deal for, for Indian families. I have mm-hmm. an Indian background. Yeah. And so it's best I came back for, for that engagement. And then my plan was to look for employment in the financial sector at that time. But as we were starting to make money through our SAT prep books, uh, which helped with my expenses, I decided to stay on traveling. So I actually went back to Cambodia because I went to Cambodia first and then then I went to the uh, Philippines. But in between, I went to my sister's wedding and uh, I returned to the Philippines to hang out with a pal. I went to Japan for a while. I, I tried to live in Japan for a short while, but it's very expensive there compared to the Philippines. And uh, I, I met a girl and... We got a couple of kids here now. Very cool. So, yeah, we're making it work. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, like I said, during our breakfast, we had a lot in common. And yeah, I'm also a, a new dad, a couple of kids. And uh, it's very exciting times for, for, for you and, and for me. I think I, I think it's a great, it's a great transition. I mean, I guess everybody's got to be ready, but I think we, we learn to uh, grow into it and uh, enjoy it. So congratulations. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't ready for it, I have to be honest. But, but once once I was told I was having kids, or a kid, um, my, my I don't know, my whole attitude just changed straight away. It was, it was okay, this is it now. It's Life is serious now. So that, that was cool. But um, also, you know, my FBA business was just, was just beginning to grow. And I didn't have that financial pressure on me like most, most uh, new fathers would. So, so I was quite lucky in that respect. Okay. Very, very nice. Yeah. I mean, uh, Amazon's been great to a lot of people and, uh, it's great it's making lots of entrepreneurs and, and great stories like yours. So getting into the business side, it's, uh, mm. you know, of course, Philippines is a great place for VAs or, or as we call them, virtual assistants. Um, mm. and sometimes people think they can you know, have the super VA or, or, you know, one size fits all, but, uh, you know, is that usually, I think, not true or, you know, do you, but then there's a lot of times smaller sellers or smaller business owners that either don't know how to have multiple staff or think that they can't afford or, or use multiple staff. Um, what, do, what are your thoughts here on like, uh, can one person do everything in like a VA or? Yeah, I think, I think a one person can do everything. Uh, but if you hire that person, be prepared to lose them very quickly because they're <laughs> going to start up their own FBA business or yeah, their own yeah. e-commerce business or whatever, you know, uh, because you have a certain drive as a, as a new FBA seller. You want to create wealth for yourself. Um, you want to grow a business and you want to skill set in many different areas. I call myself a jack of all trades. I can do enough of everything just to get by. But then once I, once I um, know, okay, this is my limit, I need to hire someone to take over that, that particular role. So I, I believe that you need to hire for talent. And yeah, you understand what, what roles you need to fulfill. So it might be graphic design, for example, it might be content writing. Um, and then you need to hire for that specific role. So so I, I hire VAs from, from developing countries, namely the Philippines. 
and a Filipino uh, VA will have a much different drive to an Amazon seller in, in the West, for example. So as mentioned, the Amazon seller in the West would want to create a business to generate wealth, hopefully in the long term. Whereas a VA in the developing world will probably want to have income stability. Probably, not always, but usually. And they advertise their talents and they'll probably look to fulfill a role that's hiring for their talents. So you wouldn't want to hire someone who's, say, a web developer and then have them do customer service. Um, I don't think that's very efficient. True, so, true. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think I'd rather have um, a few different part-time VAs to fulfill some smaller roles true. than fewer full-time doing everything. True. I think it's more interesting that way as well. You know, I think sometimes, I'll be honest, I mean, I think all, well, we all started as newbies, and I think I used to try to, try to find a super VA way back in my early days you know, of, of managing online businesses. And, mm. but then I guess the next challenge is, of course, you know, maybe a programmer or website developer can't do customer service, but Amazon, there's a bunch of different groups or is there some ways that you can suggest to kind of group things together for people? Yeah. Well, I, I would, I would personally, I'd write down every single tiny little thing that you do and you can just do it on a notepad. So every time you do an activity, whether it be writing a title for a listing or replying to a buyer message or adjusting PPC bid, click bids, whatever it is, write, write all this stuff down um, on a list. And then you could um, arrange this list so there are similar tasks bunched together. So all the PPC tasks are bunched together and all the customer service tasks are bunched together. Then you can, then you can tell um, what you can delegate relatively easily with one hire. So if you have many customer service things that you need to delegate and that you do at the moment, then you should look for someone uh, doing someone who can uh, fulfill that role for you. And some of, yeah, some of the various groupings that I, I look for or I use currently, I have customer service, I have someone who deals with Seller Central admin. Seller Central is the selling platform for Amazon. I have graphic designers. Um, I have a photographer in the US. I have uh, sourcing agents, some in the Philippines, some in China. I have a branding manager. I have content writers. I even have a web developer and coders. So, so yeah, th- these were all things that I, I needed to hire out for, and I realized, okay, all of these activities need to go to someone else. All right. Yeah. Very good. Uh, very good organization. So I, I feel like it's, it's a similar, but a VA a quote unquote normal and, uh, uh, Amazon FBA VA. I mean, I guess you broke down the tasks, but, um, mm. any specifics it can think of that would maybe make them special and when looking for somebody. Well, I, I, Typically, hire people that are very green to to um, Amazon because I like to train them. I have very specific training material which I made uh, on on video, and then I uploaded them onto the Google Drive. And what I typically do is, once I hire someone, I ask that new VA to watch the videos and make notes. 
and then I'll ask them to actually do the work, do the task, and make sure that they do it correctly. So I have very specific SOPs for, for that person. To answer your question, I guess not. There isn't really a difference between hiring a, a VA and an Amazon VA. I guess, I guess you can find someone with Amazon experience. Um, if that's what you're looking for, it might be easier for you to train or you, know, you don't have to do any training, but that'll probably cost you a little bit more as well. Mm. Okay. And I'm sure there's so many places, but is there places you have success finding the right person or, and, uh, maybe is it, I guess it depends on the size of the business full time or part time or. Yeah. Well, uh, my, my Filipino staff or team rather, not my staff, they're my contractors. Uh, they, they are full-time and part-time people, depending on their role. And I found them from various different places. Uh, I've got a friend that runs an agency in here for virtual assistance. So sometimes I approach her. There's a great resource, um, onlinejobs.ph, where, you know, you have to do a lot of turnstoning, uh, t- stone turning and a lot of, uh, frog kissing <laughs> that you can find someone special there. Uh, there are Facebook VA groups, um, Upwork. Uh, I've got got many different contacts in from many different agencies and uh, online websites which actually help you find a VA. But yeah, it's not hard to find uh, if you're if you're willing to do the work in the elbow groups. I'd say onlinejobs.ph is a great place. Okay. If you want someone that's really polished and ready to go, then I would I'd probably go somewhere like free up i don't know if you know them mike no um, i'm learning too here <laughs> that's great right free up is a is a great resource because um the guy who runs that company nathan he actually hires people and uh these these vas are actually tested for their ability from the beginning so so if you go to them and you know that uh well, you know that they're they're uh, completely competent but again, that's going to be a more expensive service for you. Mm, makes sense. And uh, talking about talent and skills, and we've kind of brought up the sentence a couple of times, like they could do it themselves. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, it can happen to any business, but I've had jokes. I do some video for fun, you know, at events. And I've been to some seller events in, in China. And I take my camera right up to them and say, what's, the pro- what's your ASIN? You know, and uh, right. it's kind of a, it's like a, it's like a joke. Nobody wants to reveal their product or kind of uh, reveal what they're doing. So, you know, of course there should be concern or, or not. I mean, when you're, when you're recruiting or, you know, training these staff, so is there ways to protect, or you shouldn't be concerned at all? Or is there something, that, I guess if tasks are all broken up, that could help you out or, I mean, what are your what are your thoughts here on maybe quote unquote protecting yourself in uh, in these with these staff? Okay, well that's that's a great point. I think a lot of new sellers have that concern. They're worried that if they let go of control, then things won't get done as well as what they could do, or even worse, that somebody is going to um, you know steal their business ideas and and take money from the table. I think I think the way to to deal with this is to always hire for talent. So again, don't don't 
try and hire someone who, who's going to do everything for you. If you hire that super VA who's the jack of all trades, I think you've got more chance of you, you know, losing, losing out that way. Uh, I, I personally hire many different VAs, uh, as mentioned, and um, I have four people, including myself, on one central account. So each seller central account has user permissions in which you can select what access you want to give to anyone who's got a, a sub account under that, that main account. So you can restrict different areas. My customer service person, for example, doesn't see anything to do with PPC, doesn't see anything to do with fulfillment, etc. So, um, and, and the same goes for my fulfillment person. My fulfillment person, my sourcing agent, she doesn't see anything to do with customer service. So, yeah, you can, you can definitely break up Seller Central that way. So it shouldn't be so much of a worry. But the whole letting go of control thing, you know, that's something I think you just need to dive into the deep end mm. and just accept that, you know, this, you're going to have to do this to grow. Because yep. if, you, if you don't, you, you're just going to stay at the same level. True. It's totally, I mean, that's, I think uh, entrepreneurs mm, shift they have to go through at some points and uh, it's harder for some than others, you know, but at the beginning you have to do everything yourself. Like you mentioned, you're a jack of all trades. I, I think actually a lot of us as entrepreneurs have to have to be because we can't Ooh. afford or, or we should know how most of our business works uh, before we can hire or outsource. So um, but yeah, we have to let go and, and, uh, and, uh, I totally agree with you, but it is a little bit nerve wracking, I think at the beginning for anybody. Uh, but I'm the same, like I, I have team members, I have access to, you know, what some people might think is, is, uh, risky or whatever. But, you know, I think sometimes by trusting them, they, they feel like, you know, I think if they know you're trying to hide something from them, it kind of makes them want it more. <laughs> you know what sure. I mean? Sure. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so. Very cool. Then there's the sourcing. So you, you know, uh, I'm here on the border, Hong Kong and China, and of course, there's agencies or service providers that can help. Um, but uh, I guess a VA could also get involved with this whole kind of mm. headache, which a lot of times we talk about in this podcast exactly is sourcing and QC mm. and things like that. Is that something you should get your team members involved with? Well, I mean, the person who I work most closely with is actually my my sourcing agent. So she's in the Philippines and I hired her uh, over a year ago. Um, so she's been with me for some time and I completely trust her. Right? I put 100% faith in her. You have to understand, Mike, how I run my business. Um, I'm someone who lists a whole bunch of products. So I, I um, look for opportunities on Amazon and we we find products that will um, that we can actually buy and send to to FBA very quickly. We we brand them very quickly, and uh, we buy small MOQs. Um, so so you know there's a dance that you need to do with your suppliers. You know the suppliers want someone to order a large amount, and you don't want to buy a large amount, but you also want customized packaging mm -hmm. that they don't want to give you customers, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So we, we, yeah, we, we, I like to think I mastered that um, a few years ago. And then I actually hired someone um, and I taught that person 
what I call my dance with the suppliers, mm -hmm. the whole courtship dance. Yeah. And um, yeah, she deals exclusively with this. And uh, that was the part of the business that I enjoyed most um, because I have a history in uh, product development from university. In fact, I, I learned how to make perfume yeah. in university, believe it or not. That's awesome. So yeah, I did the only science degree in the London College wow. of Fashion. Wow. So so yeah, <laughs> but I'm, I'm still very interested in the sourcing development side. So I have much contact with my, um, my Filipino sourcing agent. I'm, I'm, you know, we have a team meeting every day and she tells me what's going on. So yeah, I'm very up, much up to date. And she looks for those opportunities on Amazon. She finds those suppliers. She does the dance. She gets the products sent from China to us for us to to evaluate okay and um, she also sends some to me if i need to if i need to look at them cool uh more often not that's not the not the thing we do but sometimes we do the more technical products mm. and then uh, we buy a bulk order and she sends them over to fba whether it's usa japan uk and then we reorder when we need it as well but the great the great thing is once you start buying a lot of volume in china the suppliers will actually work as your sourcing agents as well. Mm. So now Ingrid, my, my girl in uh, the Philippines, she's, she's now got a network of people that actually do her job for her, which huh. is, she's great. That's pretty awesome. I'm, uh, I'm curious is I, you know, I've been back, I live in Manila for, for about a year back in 2010 or so. And I mm. don't know if I told you that before, but uh, <laughs> I had, a, I still actually have teams there. I mean, Philippines is great you know, for FBA or any kind of business, you know, for having support team. And I had, uh, some of the team was actually, cause there's a lot of Chinese, uh, I'm not sure the correct, correct word, but, uh, you know, the Chinese have been going to the Philippines as a, of course, everywhere in the world, but there's some clusters of Chinese people in Philippines. And I had some, uh, people working for me in the past that either have Chinese names and they spoke, Sometimes they, they spoke dialects of not Mandarin, but I'm wondering if uh, if your sourcing agent in Philippines uh, has Chinese is speaking Chinese or or she's dealing mostly or purely in English, like 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 you or I would. Or yeah, she actually only speaks English. She speaks English very very well, but no no okay, other languages. Okay. And the the way we do our sourcing is via uh, mainly via Skype yep. Skype chat. So uh, we don't we don't have that benefit but we do have uh, supplies in china that we work very closely with and we send a lot of volume to or you know that we get a lot of volume from them and uh yeah th these guys will will pretty much work for us as well cool. if i need to go to the canton fair you know my guy in uh dongwan he'll he'll join me and be my translator and make sure i'm looked after etc so we have that network as well. Got it. Very interesting. Very interesting. So we've, you know, I keep, I, I probably sound paranoid in my questions, but maybe I've been yeah, in China yeah. too long, yeah. but, uh, you know, I, I was, we're talking about, you know, trusting your team, your hiring. And is there any times when tasks you shouldn't, or can you like Tim Ferriss, this, you know, four hour work week and, uh, yeah, check the money in a bank account every week or something like that. You know? <laughs> well, Tim Ferriss, that that was my inspiration. I, I read his book in uh, yeah. two thousand and five. Yeah, me too. Me what, too. Yeah, that that's what got me going, and it took it took me a good few years, but I eventually I, I got there. And 
Yeah, I think I think it is possible. But I don't think you can be completely removed. Um, you'll need to hire project managers. You'll need to hire a CEO. You'll need to um, hire A players that, that are really accountable. Um, personally, I don't have that right now, but that is cer- certainly something I, I need to look into. And um, I delegate everything apart from two things, the listing optimization and the PPC. And the thing with these two things is, you know, there's more of an art than a science. I can't really make video SOPs on how to optimize a listing, or I haven't figured it out yet, I'm sure. I'm sure if I really sit down and think about it, I could make something. But to make, you know, five-minute-long SOPs concise to the point, I think is going to be quite difficult right now. So I, I, I'll probably need to hire an A player for, for um, these two areas. And I would go to somewhere like Hire My Mom or maybe Upwork or, or FreeUp, which I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, that's, that's what I think. No, it's, I, I, I agree. I mean, I guess so many of us have been inspired by Mr. Ferris and uh, there's, there's forums, you know, in things, you know, he kind of left that whole lifestyle or me, it was just his like experiment book, but he's not really, mm. he's not really living that lifestyle, but uh, I think it is possible, but yeah, I mean, no matter what, you're going to have to still be accountable, I think, right? You can't, of course, there's even publicly traded companies, the owner, you know, the board of directors and the management has to like check on the CEO and make sure, check the, re- sure. check everything. So it's not just printing money, but it's always worth yeah. going towards that. Well, you know, and uh, going back to how Tim Ferriss lives now, I mean, it's not, it's not about traveling. It's not about yeah, going exactly. place to place. It's, it's about freedom. That's ultimately what it's all about. You know, what, what are you doing with your time? And you might love your job, which is great. And you may want to do it forever. Sure. Um, but I don't think many people do want to do that. I think most people want to do something that's very interesting, quite fulfilling, but also have a lot of free time so they can spend it doing things that they, they um, enjoy and spend time with people that they like the company of and, you know, learn new experiences and stuff like that. All right. Okay. So let's, let's, yeah, this has been amazing. Thank you again, Tushar, for uh, coming on and sharing such amazing value with the listeners. Maybe we can learn from some stories. I know there could be so many, I know you've worked with so many, you know, from just your network and your coaching and, and everything could probably be a show in itself, just a couple, but do we want to pick out anybody you've worked with or, or heard about that maybe hasn't gone so well to start? And then maybe we can talk one later about oh, some successful, there's, there's probably so many, so, right? I mean, so I, I've had my own, my, my personally, I mean, maybe you too, but uh, I think that's part yeah. of it, but. Yeah, I mean, you know, just just last week, in fact, uh, we had a labeling issue. Uh, we we bought some products and our supplier, we bought two products from the same supplier and they put the wrong labels on each of the products. We sent them to Amazon and Amazon actually scans this barcode, which is called the FN SKU. And they didn't recognize the product because, you know, it didn't match the description. There's a, there's a, um, there's a label on the outside which says it's one thing, then they open up the box and they scan the inner carton. So on the outer carton, there's, there's a label which says what it is on the inner carton. There's another label and that doesn't match the outer carton. And oh, then no. 
for those products we had to basically destroy. And, you know, I've got loads of uh, stories like that. I've got, I've got suppliers that make you a really nice first bat. You know, they, <laughs> we all they know. Love yeah. And we all know second, that trick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but the good thing was on, on the last occasion that happened, we paid by PayPal. And they charged us 7%. Can you believe that? 7% oh. to pay on PayPal. And then they gave us these defective products. <laughs> I just said, look, you better give us our money back. Otherwise, we're going to tell PayPal. Yeah. They'll, they'll give us our money back straight away. So we got our money back, which was, which was, really, uh, uh, which was really nice, <laughs> but not convenient. Awesome. So, so awesome. yeah, but the thing is, the point is, you know, if you're, if you're doing something, just uh, keep at it until you strike gold. Exactly. I think that's, that's the ultimate, right? Like so many entrepreneurs or, you know, there's that bad word, like want, want entrepreneurs, or I think maybe what separates the men from the boys or the women from the girls is, uh, is hitting rock bottom and still getting back up. Uh, Cause if you can keep getting back up like Rocky Balboa or something, you know, you, you're just, they can keep beating you down, but you don't lose until you stop getting up. Right. So, uh, yeah. Well, you know, I mentioned I met, I read uh, uh, Tim Ferriss's Four Hour Work Week yep. in 2005. But actually, um, I started my first business when I was about 20, uh, 23, I think, and I'm 35 now. So, so a long time ago, and it took me about 10 years to actually get yeah. get somewhere. So, you know, it's not, it's never an overnight thing. You have to keep pushing away. I, I do agree. I mean, yeah, we're again, similar ages and experience levels too. And another thing I like is, uh, I've been reading is like, try to learn a skill, right? So maybe that specific project or business quote unquote could fail or, or not work out or pivot or, but, uh, if you're developing a skill, right? Like what you are, you have been doing and I've been doing, you know, you'll, you'll see, you eventually use that for, you know, quote unquote success or what you maybe should have been doing from the beginning. But, uh, yeah, I, I love, I love that attitude. Well, let's talk about the, the good ones, the good guys the, are good cases. Well, I mean, there's so many, I could, I could tell you about products that worked out and have a high profit margin, but you know, for me, ultimately it's all about how I live my life. As mentioned, I was in the bank and I wasn't completely happy or stuck in the office and I was meant to be client facing actually, but I was spending more and more time in the office and it just wasn't doing me any good. But now with FBA, what I'm able to do is live life on my own terms. I've got a team that handles most of what needs to be handled. I, I got time to spend with my family, with my two young toddlers. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a very, very good um, lifestyle I live for me. Very and, good. Well, yeah, and also on top, you know, I get, I get to provide an income for my team, which, which makes their life more comfortable as well. So that's, that's great. Definitely. And, uh, and yeah, like, you, like us, we're parents and uh, spending time with our, especially young ones at, at this mm. age, before they forget about us, right? Like, <laughs> like uh, it totally gives you perspective for the other fathers or mothers or parents listening. Uh, it's true, right? I mean, like I used to kind of take for granted what my parents maybe did for me. I, uh, you know, I think other children might also are at different ages and now 
when the tables are turned, it's you really appreciate your parents, at least for me. So, uh, yeah. but it's I'm trying to get that time while the kids like to be around me before they're going to like, you know, push me away before they go to school or, you know, go to their date night or dance nights and stuff. So. <laughs> Dad, leave me alone. You're so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we, Yeah, I, we're, we're very lucky to be able to be able to spend the first years of our kids' lives with them. Yeah. You know, most of our work, so... So, you know, well, we are working, but we're just doing it in a different way. Exactly. Cool. So, so some of the listeners that I'm hoping they're already taking action, but maybe, maybe somehow they've been hiding under a rock and they haven't gotten started. Um, you know, maybe let's keep it focused on a VA. Maybe they're doing FBA or their own business, uh, any you know type of business, but what should they do to start delegating or, you know, empowering others? Yeah. So I would say make a list of every single task you do for your business if you're not um, hiring already and then bunch these tasks into similar tasks. Understand what the overall kind of role is. So, you know, you might be writing down content writing tasks if you're writing listings, for example, or you might be doing graphic design work on Photoshop or GIMP. And, uh, you know, small things such as removing backgrounds from images or scaling images, you have to do that every now and then. You know, write all these tasks down, you understand you have to do um, graphic design work. And then there comes a stage where you think, okay, I, I really need to delegate this. And then once you understand that, you'll have to create a job description, which you can put up on a website. Get your applications through. Write a good job description and once you get your applications, sift through those applications that are that are personalized for your job description. You know, you'll, you'll find a lot of um, people that apply haven't actually read your requirements. So I'd ignore those ones. I'd make sure mm-hmm. that you, you want to totally. find those people. That, yeah. And then before, before you actually uh, ask for an interview, send out some questions to that person or ask them to do a small piece of work. So... For example, if it's a graphic designer you're looking for, ask them to sketch something. Or if it's a content writer, ask them to write something, something small, you know, 200 words or whatever. Just judge what their work is like. Then get them on a call and ask them, ask them not only the technical questions about the role, but ask them a lot of uh, lifestyle-based questions as well. You know, who's at home? Where's the workspace? You know, what equipment do they have to work from home? Uh, all, all that kind of stuff to make sure they can do the role. And you get to find out a bit about their personality. Yep. And if you if you like that person, give them a go. Give yep. them go. Put them on a trial and uh, train them right. And I personally like to have uh, video SOPs. Obviously, if there's a creativity based role, you can't really do video SOPs for that. But certainly for someone like a a customer service person or someone running an Amazon account, you can have video SOPs mm-hmm. for for that. Which which goes right into your your uh, new project, uh, VA Central. So, which I think That's is really a silky segue there. Yeah, we're we're <laughs> sneaky here uh, on Global From Asia podcast. We, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you well, saw you saw a need. You saw you know you've made these assets and you have these uh, ways to help people. So, you know, for those that don't want to spend the time. And especially make those mistakes that you and I have made many times. Uh, of course, let's talk about what you have 
you know, on the table here for people. Well, thank you. Thank you. So again, I create lots of SAPs for my, my team. And I actually, I have shared them with uh, a lot of people that I'm mastermind with, uh, but they're very personal to my business. And uh, a few people have asked if I can make a general uh, SOP, a membership site. Um, so I have done that. And that's specifically for Amazon and Solar Central. And it's what I call processed and systems based. So Amazon Solar Central has lots of different tools that you can use. And my, my video SOPs explain how to use the different tools, processes and systems in Seller Central and Amazon. So the benefits of this is you as a seller can hire someone, someone who's green to Seller Central. And you can say to them, uh, watch, watch these videos for, for um, let's say you want to spike your BSR, uh, create a... Um, a promotion with a discount code, and then monitor reviews. If you said that to someone new, they probably wouldn't understand what you're talking about. But you can talk, you can talk strategy to your new hire. Your new hire then can then go to my, to my membership site and look at those specific videos about BSR, reviews, coupons, etc. So, yeah, that's, that's the benefit of it. Basically, you don't have to train your your team members on the very very basics and fundamentals of amazon and Solar central we do that for you great yeah i mean uh, which i think is is very valuable and helpful and i think one cool thing is you know i i've i've taken a look at the at the course and you also put in your material is that it's in three languages of course english so if if uh if they want to learn themselves or watch themselves. And then of course, if they're working with staff in the Philippines, there's the two main local languages, Tagalog and uh, Visaya. So depending on what, mm. where they're located. So that's even, I guess, easier or better for the Philippine staff. So they could, uh, they could read it in, uh, in their own local language. Right. Uh, which is, a, which is pretty awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I hire from the Philippines. A lot of Amazon sellers do hire from the Philippines. So it just made sense to have transcriptions yep. in Filipino languages. And uh, yeah, the feedback is very positive right now. So yeah. Awesome. And yeah, like, but yeah, of course we both have teams in the Philippines and, uh, but of course this, I, I don't think you either, but I have, people all around the world as well but uh it still seems like a good mm. good spot to have a good chunk of your team is philippines uh they're pretty tech savvy and english speaking capable so so it's pretty cool yeah, absolutely i i have members across the world as well um but you know when, when you're t talking about hiring on a budget i think the philippines is a great great place to hire because of the reasons you just gave yep all right, and so we've said the word VA Central is is the is the membership site, I guess you call it, or the SOP video SOP materials. Um, how can people get into that? And do we have something to, to offer them today? Well, um, the URL is www.vacentral.co, and if you buy into it, then what? I'll do is uh, offer you 
uh, some advice on how you can run your VA team, you just message me at my email address, which is hello at vacentral.co. And then we'll arrange a Skype call for an hour and we can discuss any areas that you might find daunting. And for a lot of new sellers, you know, delegating is is pretty scary. Let's be honest. Um, so if you if you want to discuss hiring, training, um, appraising, very important, remuneration, firing, that that may have to happen, etc. Yeah, cetera. firing is a hard is a hard one. <laughs> yeah, you know, but you know, if you, if you've hired right, then we shouldn't have to do that. Oh, well, so often anyway. So I've got lots of experience in this, and. I'd like I'd be happy to share it with anyone that goes into the program. So again, just uh, just email me at hello at vacentral.co. Awesome. Thank you so much. And uh, this is a very generous sharing with us today, Trishar. So thank you so much and uh, enjoy the rest of your time today. You're welcome. Thank you very much. All the best. Okay, thank you, Trushar, for sharing that valuable knowledge. I feel like it was a course in itself. I couldn't believe he's given us all the goods. So uh, definitely give him give him a shout. Thank him for this, and seriously consider his amazing course at vacentral.co for uh, managing virtual assistants for your Amazon business. Because it's something I know with the Entertainment community. I've talked to a lot of guys like Eric and some others, and they're asking me how to make SOPs and processes for different staff. And especially in your FBA businesses. So, you know, this is already ready to go and it's even ready for Philippine in the Philippines language so they can get right into it. So, Clara, how are you feeling today? Good. Great. Great. First time on a, on a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, was ha- I have been like kind of like um, wanting to go on a show, but yeah. Okay. Well, this is just a little taste. We'll get you, we'll get you involved more as we go. And uh, all right, everybody, show notes, globalformasia.com slash episode 161. And of course, our big event, almost less, almost a little bit more than two months away, uh, crossbordersummit.com slash 2017. And uh, we always love hearing from you. So Claire's also helping me out with emails and she's helped back me up we, with uh, even with working with Trushar's show and today and some others coming up. So if you're ever interested, blog at globalfromasia.com. We'll go to Claire as well as to me. You know, I'm still checking emails. I love email. I mean, I do love hearing from you guys. So just keep them coming. And we always like guest uh, suggestions. And many of the guests have been recommended by listeners. And uh, just like Claire, you know, don't be shy. Send us, send us a message, send us an email. And let's let's see if we can work together, make some deals, help each other's businesses grow. And uh, without ado, I'm just going to get going. So it's a late Friday night, and uh, let's get off and uh, take a good weekend. See you guys later. To get more info about running an international business, please visit our website at www.globalfromasia.com. That's www.globalfromasia.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our iTunes feed. Thanks for tuning in.